The following message is brought to you by First Baptist Church, West College Hill. If you need additional information, visit firstbaptistchurchwch.org. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad. Oh, we can do better than that. Let's give God a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's about to do something. And whenever God is about to do something, we ought to send up a praise before he answers. Amen. Before you call him, give him a praise. Amen. God, we thank you today. God, we thank you today. Hallelujah. God, we thank you today. We give him honor and praise just to be in the house today. And so we just thank God for the word. Our scripture today is going to be found in Psalms 91 verses 14 to 15. And the Lord said, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. And when they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble and I will rescue and honor them. Amen. God, we thank you for the word today. Thy word have I hide that I, we hide in our heart that we might not sin against thee. And so we call on you, Jesus, Help us, Jesus, deliver us. Jesus, show us the way. We thank you. We need to hear from heaven this morning. And may they forget me and focus on hearing the word of God. And we thank you for the word, even in advance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen? Amen. You can have your seat. Uh, we thank God for... Just being, uh, just being in the house today, thank God for an opportunity to share the gospel. It always is a privilege and an honor. And I just want to say happy Mother's Day to the mothers in the house. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. And those of you who mothers are not here today, we want to say happy Mother's Day to you. And I know that they've instilled something in you that you are still treasuring today. So happy Mother's Day. Call on me and I will answer. Amen. This is God talking. Call on me. And I, and I just want to take a few minutes to talk to you in, this, in, in the 91st song. It is a song uh, where, the Lord, where, where the Lord is talking about finding. Uh, we got to find our secret place. He that abideth, he that abideth. Are you abiding in your secret place with God? It's a place where you and God go. Uh, no one can kick you out of that place because it's a place with just you and God. And so it's a secret place. And in the secret place, the Almighty is present. And in the secret place, he reveals stuff. He unfolds stuff. You know, uh, the secret things according to Deuteronomy 29 and 29, belong unto the Lord. But the reveal belong to us and to our children and our children's children. So we're thanking God for that time that we're just in his presence and in a place where we can hear his voice. Amen. And I'm telling you, in this day and time, you need to find a place where you and God reside where you and God have a conversation and you're not doing all the talking. But at some point, you're going to have to put a pin in it and allow him to talk back to you because there is something 
he wants to say. Amen. There's something he has to say. And he said, if I can just get you alone, alone with God, oh, the world will forbid it, but God is beckoning you to come. Come when trouble come. Come when there is no trouble. Find that secret place. So we are talking today about being in the secret place because when trouble comes, you need to know who to call. And the scripture said, and the Lord said, I will rescue those who love me. I'm going to deliver the ones who love me. The Lord said. I know we quote a lot of people, what the president said, and this one said, and that one said. And, but when is the last time you quoted God? God said. God said. God said. I have, David said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging bread. That's what the book said. The book said, God said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That's what God said. So we have to begin to quote, rehearse, repeat what the Lord said. This is what the Lord is saying. And I said, God, what do you want them to know today? He said, tell them when they call, I will answer. I will answer. Tell who, who is they? Tell my children it's time to dial heaven's home. It's time. You know, we got a phone, you know. And uh, I like the old one. My husband always gives me an updated one because I, then I didn't have to learn it all over again. But we have a phone. And when I need to reach you, I can call you on my phone. Now, there is a provider for every phone. I got T-Mobile. Somebody got AT&T. Someone else got Sprint. Some, I mean, it's just all kinds of providers. But I've come to let you know this morning that if you want to get in touch with heaven, there is a provider, and we call him Jehovah Jireh. He said, I will provide for you everything you need, but you got to call. You got to call me. And, 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 and the question today is, what is, when there is a disconnect with this, if the battery is low, you can solve the problem on your own. But if it's something with the system, you got to take it into the carrier, the provider. And then the provider uh, say, well, if you do, uh, well, let me check this and check that. And then they correct it, and then there is no, there's no problem with the phone. Well, God said, tell them that if there's a connection with your spiritual dialing into heaven, you're going to the wrong provider. That's why the problem is not being solved. He said, tell them to call me. Next time you have a problem. Next time you're faced with a situation. Next time you got to walk through some situation. He said, tell them to call me. I will answer. I will answer. I will have an answer for every situation. There will never be a problem that we will face, that we will not find an answer in the word of God. But if you are disconnected, 
He said, all you need to do is plug into the word and get charged up. But if it's a spiritual problem, you're going to have to go to that secret place with you and God and let God talk to you. Let God do a heart operation. Let God do surgery if it's necessary. All right? Sister Ferris, you know, as a nurse, they, they'll tell you if it's necessary, you may have to have surgery. Some things you can just get, they can just prescribe some medicine. Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. That's a medicine. But there's some stuff, he, when he searched me, search me, oh God, and know my heart. Try me. And know my thought. If you see anything, if there's anything that is not right, I'm giving you permission to do surgery. I'm giving you permission to do surgery. And there's some things that he has to do surgery to take out of us so that we can be healed and we can run the race effectively. Amen. So God is saying this morning to us, I want you, will you trust? I will protect those who trust in my name. Do you trust me? Oh, it's good, he said, to trust me when things are going great. Oh, it's good to sing hallelujah when all the bills are paid and, uh, and the kids and this and that. Everybody is doing well. He said, but can you trust me when trouble comes? Because as if you live a little longer, as my mother would say, because I used to get on a hard and say, well, mother, I just don't understand and why you can't do this and why you can't do that. And she said, E, you just got to live a little longer. If you live a little longer, trouble will knock at your door. And when trouble comes, he didn't say if trouble will come. He said when it comes, tell them to call on my name. Trust my name. Do you know the name of God? Do you know Jehovah? Do you know the self-existent one? Do you know the one who is higher than the doctor, higher than the lawyer? Do you know the one who has the final say? We sing Jehovah has the final. Who? Who has the final? Jehovah has the final say. I, it does not matter what problems you are facing. Jehovah, my sister, has the final say. But if you're not connected, you're dialing the wrong number. You know, sometimes you call someone and they say, huh? this, oh, I'm sorry, this is not, uh, you have the wrong number. You're dialing the wrong number and getting frustrated. He said, tell them they're dialing their friends when they need to be dialing heaven. Dial, dial into God. When? Now. And then tell him all about it. And then pause for a moment and let him talk to you. Amen. I want to talk to you is what God is saying. I want to talk to you. I'm going to protect you. I will rescue you. No matter what you face, I will be with you. And then he said, and when they call on me, tell them I will answer. 
and I will be with them in trouble. There's some trouble I'm not going to take you out of. I'm going to strengthen you as you walk. Oh, this is bitter, but I got to walk it. Oh, this is a little tender, but I got to walk it. Oh, my leg is hurting, but I got to walk it. Oh, what she said to me hurt, but I got to walk it. If I can just get to Jesus as I walk, as I walk, you got to learn how to walk while you're being delivered. I got to walk. Amen, I got to walk. Hallelujah. And so um, I, I'm going to... Um, uh, let's look at Luke's the 17th chapter. I'm going to uh, jump over there for a second here because he wants, I want you to, I want to le let you know about this brother who, these 10 who cried out. Luke the 17th chapter, and then the whole thing is 11 through 19, but I'm going to pick it up at his, and it happened as he went to Jerusalem and that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee and there as he entered a certain village. There he met 10 men who were leopard, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices, and they called and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And so when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show thyself to the priest. And, and so it was as they went, as they walked, he healed them. But I want you to understand, they cried out to Jesus, 10 of them. And while they were walking, they were healed. But the thing is, 10 got healed, only one went back and said, thank you. Just want to say thank you. Only one paused long enough to say, thank you, Jesus. In fact, when he got there, he fell at his feet. He cried aloud and said, thank you. For thank you. Thank you. See, you have got to have been sick. And he healed you to understand when you, when you, when you get to delivered, you're not going to say, thank you. You're going to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God has done this thing. God has delivered me. Something happens when we call Jesus. And they were excited, but only one came back, only one, to say thank you. And I want to know, when is the last time you said thank you? When is the last time you said thank you, Jesus, for waking me up this morning? Thank you, Jesus, for letting me raise my hand this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for clothing me in my right mind. Thank you, Jesus. For mama. Oh, they give you a lot of stuff. But when is the last time you said thank you? It just shouldn't be on Mother's Day that you give them a flower or card, but any old day, just a regular Tuesday, just a regular Wednesday, you ought to sometime just call up mom and say, thank you. Oh, I don't want anything. I just want to say Thank you. Amen. What, 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 what joy that would be if we begin to have the spirit of thanksgiving. They call it now gratitude. But the Bible call it just thanksgiving. 
when can I say thank you? Thank you, sister, for opening the door for me. Thank you, sister, for praying for me. Thank you. God, I thank you for blessing me with a good mother. Everybody didn't have one. But thank you that you bless me. And then it's not just the mothers that taught you the things. Because he said, train them up. Train up a child. Train them up. And if they depart, when they get old, they won't depart from the word. Because you have taught them the things of God. But I want to know, are you teaching the children how to pray? Are you teaching them how to call on Jesus? When we were growing up, we had to get on our knees. Now I'll lay you down to sleep. That's, that's, an, that's an elementary one. But, you know, as you, as, you, as, you go, as, you get, as you graduate, you have your own cry out to God. When is the last? Are you teaching them how to pray? Are you teaching them what to do when they face trouble? Because trouble shall come. And they need to know that Jesus, the Holy One of Israel, Jesus, the Almighty, we call him nurturer and protector. He's our, he will nurture you back to health. And then at the, on, the other, on the same hand, he will protect you from dangers seen and unseen. Because he is God. And he's looking for us to turn to him when we're facing trouble. So I went back in the Bible and I said, God, how many times did they call? He said, tell them there are 860 verses that talks about call. Just calling. Just calling. Call, call, call. I, I'm not doing anything. I'm just calling. 824 times the word call is used. There are 650 prayers in the Bible. If you don't know one, find one in the book. There are prayers in the Bible. There are 450 answered prayers, which means that he did it again and again and again and again and again and again. God has answered again. And we ought to say, Thank you. Thank you for answering. Thank you when the answer is yes. Thank you when the answer is no. And I just want you to know, a no, a no is an answer. Can I go? No. No. Can I do this? Not today. You can do it, but not today. God is the same way. Can, what, can I do this? No. That's not a good idea. That's, that's not good. Can I do this? Yes. And then sometimes he said, you can, but not now. However he answers, it's going to be all right. Because he sees the past, the present, and the future. And he said, I know the path you're getting ready to take. I know it. And I'm, in, and I'm encouraging us to call on Jesus. It's not over. We've been in confinement for, tw for almost 13 months and we're coming out. But have you walked through your own home and call on Jesus? Jesus, 
have mercy. Jesus, help me. Jesus. And so I looked in the Bible and said, when was the first time that the scripture said, and then men began to call on the name of Jesus? Genesis 4 and 26, B. So look that one up. Then men, after Seth, which is the other son of Adam and Eve, the first parents in the Bible, uh, Seth had a son. And after that, the scripture said, and then men began to call on the name of the Lord. And then men began to call. We have got to continue the legacy of calling on the name of the Lord. What Adam did call. Eve had to call. He spoke to his um, Cain and Abel as well. But the scripture said, and then men as a group began to call on him. And the call has never stopped. Chapter after chapter, book after book, all the way from Genesis to Revelation, there is a call. And we need to call him because there is a day that he will call your name. Oh, he's going to call you. And when he calls, and when he calls my name, I will answer. There's some calls you cannot deny. You cannot hit block. You know, in these phones here, if you want to, if someone call, you can do block. You can, it can go to voicemail. Uh, you, you just don't, you, you can decide to put it on silent that you can't hear it. But there is a call that is coming from God. And you will answer. You will answer. Save unsaved, a call is coming. And we have to be ready when he calls. But he said, before I call you from this life to another life, I am now calling you to come so I can tell you your assignment. Come so I can show you why I place you on this planet. There is a reason that I told your mom and dad to train you up, to teach you the things of God, to bring you to the house of God. Because as you excel in the natural and get your bachelor's and master's and doctorate and get this certification and that certification, whatever you do in life, as you excel in the natural, he said, how many souls have you won? How many souls have you told about Jesus? That will be the final. At, in the, at the end of your life, you're not going to look at all those other stuff. You're going to look at, have I done what he told me to do? Have I answered the call, Mildred? And I can't blame you if I don't do it. Because I have a responsibility that when the Messiah, the son of the living God calls, that I shall answer it and say, yes, Lord. He told Isaiah, who shall I send? Who will go for us? He said, send me. I volunteer. Send me. Send me where it doesn't matter. Wherever you need me, I'll go. I don't have to be up here 
to answer the call. I can sit as a doorkeeper and answer the call. I can stand here and sing and answer the call. I can be at home and someone calls and say, I need prayer, and I can go on my knees and answer the call. Wherever you are, can you answer heaven's call? to help somebody else. God has blessed you, 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 so that you might help somebody else. Somebody else. God did this thing. God helped me to be here today just to tell you, answer the call. He said, I'm calling Cynthia, but tell them that they ain't answering it. They're hitting silent. They're putting me on bribery. Bribery. They're putting all kinds of blockage. He said, but tell them I'm still calling them to answer. Because when trouble comes, ah, I don't have to worry. They'll call me. Oh, you will call. Because there are some situations Sister Fitzgerald, that only Jesus can solve. There's some of them. There's some stuff. Earth can't handle it. And you said, I, I must tell Jesus. That's one of those old songs. Jesus can help me. Jesus alone. I must tell Jesus. Tell him what? Tell him all about my troubles. And he answer. And he answer, and he answer, by and by. That's a song, but really it should be a testimony for every believer. God has answered. You sick? God has the remedy. You're heartbroken? God has the remedy. Someone rejected you, God has the answer. Whatever it is, God said, tell them, I found the answer. Oh, and I've learned how to pray. Oh, Brad, I learned a lot of stuff in school. Oh, I learned a lot of things while I walked this earth for 58 years. But, but the thing that I learned from mama, mama couldn't read, mama couldn't write. But the thing that I learned from my mama, I learned how to call on Jesus. I learned that from her. Oh, she taught me that. She taught me a lot of stuff. And, and, I, and I always tell people, we don't want to glorify our moms as if they didn't have any, they didn't make any mistakes, but neither we may, we have made and will make mistakes. But the thing that I gleaned, the thing that I learned is how to pray, how to fall on my knees and pray. And God answered. He did that. And then he blesses you with other people. Just want to pause for a moment for, and say, all of your learning is not going to come from your natural parents. There's some learning 
that's going to come from your spiritual mom and dad. I somehow, for whatever God reason, has been blessed. But God took her last September. But she would always ask me, that's a good mom, what have you learned by watching me suffer? Not by watching me get blessed. What have you learned by watching me suffer and endure hardship? What have you learned? And I said, Mom, I've learned to know Jesus for myself. Yes, I know him for myself. And he'll do just what he said. Yes, I know him. Yes, I know him for myself. Because she said to me, Cynthia, one day you're going to call me. And I won't be able to answer. And I just need to know that you in heaven got a connection. So when I pass on the torch, it's lit. But it's your responsibility to keep the torch lit with the word of God and pass it to the next generation. Oh, thanks, we got a work to do. Where are the next generation? If they're not in here, we are obligated to leave the walls and go into the streets and compel them to come into the house of the living God. Because when he calls us, he wants to know how many did you teach about the things of God? How many did you show by your living? It takes time to be holy. How many can you share that when you prayed, he answered? And so, saints, I just want to, I'm, I'm closing. I just want to encourage you. In your secret place, Psalms 91, in your secret place, find a place where he can talk to you and reveal to you some things you can do to bless somebody else. And then men began to call on the name of the Lord. They call Jesus, 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 Jesus. Something happens when you call him. And I, I encourage you today to call Jesus. I don't care what it is. I don't care the problem. No matter what it is, call Jesus. And he told me to let you know he will answer. He will answer. I got good news. Jesus will answer. And if you don't know him today, I compel you on this Mother's Day. You want to give your mother a gift? Give her the gift that you're going to turn your life over to Jesus Christ, the anointed one. That gift, my sisters and brothers, will last throughout eternity. I've opened the gift of salvation and found Jesus ready, able, and willing to help me on this journey called 
life. When he calls, will you answer? Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by First Baptist Church, West College Hill. If this word inspired you, please consider sharing it. We ask that you do not alter the content without permission. We invite you to firstbaptistchurchwch.org. Inquiries can be submitted at info at firstbaptistchurchwch.org. Our mailing address is 6210 Betts Avenue, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45224. Or you can call our offices at 513-681-1011. First Baptist Church, West College Hill. Reaching the world without sacrificing the message. First Baptist Church, West College Hill. Reaching the world without sacrificing the message.